0: Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner, and today I'm going to continue talking to you about the different kinds of prayer that God has made available to the church. And I brought my toolbox again as an illustration. And in my toolbox, I have all kinds of tools. For example, I have a hammer. Look at that hammer. That's an old hammer from the days of the Soviet Union. But then I have a pair of pliers and, of course, pliers And hammers are not used in the same way at all. And then I brought my wrench. My wrench is good for putting things in their right places. And then I brought my screwdriver. Every home needs a good screwdriver and several because there's different kinds of screws. All of these tools are very important if you use them at the right time and in the right way. And a screwdriver is so different from a wrench And pliers are so different from hammers. But all of these are essential around the house. And in the same way, God has given us a prayer box filled with different kinds of prayers. One size does not fit all. There really are different kinds of prayers for you to use. And this is what the apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians 6 verse 18 when he says praying with all prayer, the Greek literally means pray with all kinds of prayer, pray with all manner of prayer or one expositor has translated this pray with all the different kinds of prayer that are available for you to use. And this week we've been covering all the different kinds of prayer that are mentioned in the New Testament and today we're going to wrap it up as we cover the prayer of supplication and the prayer of intercession. It's going to be good. I'll be back in just a
1: moment. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick.
0: My friend, today I'm going to talk to you about supernatural prayer. Stay with me all the way to the end of today's program because we're going to see the supernatural role of the Holy Spirit when it comes to supplication and intercession. But I'm speaking to you from my brand new series that you need. This series is called Different Kinds of Prayer. And in this series, we cover the prayer of consecration, the prayer of petition, the prayer of authority, which some people call the prayer of faith, the prayer of thanksgiving, the prayer of agreement, the prayer of supplication, the prayer of intercession, the different kinds of prayer that God has given to the church. And that means God has given all these forms of prayer to you. And you need to know what they are, how to use them at the appropriate moments, And when you pray the right kind of prayer at the right moment, you have tremendous results. And that's why I want you to order this brand new series. And today is the last day that we are offering it on the program. And it comes with a study guide. And my friend, the study guide is filled with all the points, all the principles, all the Greek words. Everything in these programs is also in the study guide. And the truth is, when you read it, While you see it or hear it, it really puts the teaching down deep inside you. And today, for the last time, we're offering you the book called Prayers That Avail Much by Jermaine Copeland. The subtitle says, Scriptural Prayers for Your Daily Breakthrough. Do you ever have a time in your life when you're praying and you just don't know how to verbalize what's on your heart, That's where this book is such a blessing. It's filled with anointed prayers to help you pray when you don't know what to say. I have used this book many times in my own life, and I want you to have a copy of it because I know it will be a blessing to your prayer life. And you can order it right now by giving us a call or going online. And while you're there, browse through our store. You'll see so many resources Are available for your spiritual growth. And if you're a partner, I want to say thank you for being a partner with our ministry. A partner is someone who financially regularly gives to the ministry to help us take this teaching to people all over the planet. Proverbs 10 21 says, The lips of the righteous feed many. I know that is my God given assignment that I'm to feed many, teaching they can trust. Pray for me because I take this assignment very seriously. And when a person becomes a partner with our ministry, their finances enable us to take this teaching to people all over the world. And the moment you become a partner with our ministry, we're going to send you a copy of Denise's little book called The Gift of Forgiveness that is so powerful. And we're also going to send you a copy of my book called Life in the Combat Zone. The subtitle says, How to Survive, Thrive, and overcome in the midst of difficult situations. This book is dedicated to our partners, so we want you to have a copy of it the moment you become a part of our partner family. And please remember that if you need prayer, we want to pray with you. Yesterday, I taught on the prayer of agreement. Jesus said in Matthew 18, 19, that any two of us would agree if we would symphonize and harmonize together in prayer concerning anything, God will do it. And if you need somebody to get into agreement with you for something to happen in your life, here we are. We want to hear from you. Send us your email, give us a call. The moment we hear from you, we're going to begin to cry out in faith according to Jeremiah 33 3, which says, Call unto me, and I'll show you great and mighty things. And we will cry out to God with you in faith, and God will move mightily in your life. My friend, I believe that. But today, we're going to continue looking at the next kinds of prayer that God has made available to the church. And today, we're going to be looking at the prayer of supplication and the prayer of intercession. So reach for your Bible, and let's return to our anchor verse, which is in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. And in Ephesians 6, verse 18, the Apostle Paul says, Praying always with all prayer. Those three words with all prayer are very important in the original Greek. The Greek says, Dia a literal translation, praying always with all kinds of prayer. It means one size does not fit all. There are various kinds of prayer. Paul in this verse teaches that God has given to the church various kinds of powerful prayer. And in fact, you could translate this phrase, praying always with all manner of prayer, praying always with all kinds of prayer, praying always with all sorts of prayer, or one man has translated this pray with all the various kinds of prayer that God has made available for you to use. And this week, we've already seen that God has given to the church the prayer of consecration. That word consecration is so important. It's from the Greek word prosukes, a word that is used 127 times in the New Testament, the most common word for prayer in the New Testament. If I said something to you 127 times, I think that I would intend for you to really pay attention to it. This word prosukes, which describes the prayer of consecration, is used 127 times in the New Testament. God wants us to understand the prayer of consecration. But then this week, we also saw that God has given to us the prayer of petition. The word petition is a translation of the Greek word deasis. It depicts a person who feels something urgently. He has some kind of need in his life so serious that he's crying out to God urgently in a mode of faith. It is an urgent petition. That's a second form of prayer which God has given to the church. Then we saw that God has given us the prayer of authority. The word authority here would be a translation of the Greek word aiteo, which describes such a bold confident kind of prayer that you can actually demand, you can command, you can require God to do something based on what He has already written in His Word. We saw this clearly defined in John chapter 15, verse 7, the prayer of authority, which some people call the prayer of faith. Then we saw that God has given to the church the prayer of thanksgiving, taken from the Greek word eukeristeo, it describes a heart so full with gratefulness, a heart so filled with gratitude that it cannot contain it. It just freely flows out of the heart. And we particularly saw in the epistles of Paul that when you pray for other people who have needs in their life, maybe they have something in their life they need to correct, before you get to those issues that you're concerned about, first stop And thank God for them. Pray the prayer of thanksgiving. Then we saw yesterday in Matthew 18, verse 19, the prayer of agreement, the word agreement, a translation of the Greek word symphoneo, and it's where we get the word for a symphony. This is so very powerful. We find that when we symphonize or when we harmonize with one another in prayer, Jesus says God will do whatever we get into agreement about, He will move. But today, we're going to see the prayer of supplication and the prayer of intercession. So let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 4 through 5, where the Apostle Paul writes, For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. Then he adds these words, for it is sanctified by the word of God and... Prayer. If your Bible's open, if you have an ink pen or a pencil, either underline or circle that word "prayer." This particular word for prayer is the Greek word "entuksis," a word that is only used a couple of times in the New Testament. It is a very unusual word for prayer, the Greek word intuxus. And it actually is a compound of two words, the Greek word en and the Greek word tukano. The word en means in or into. The second part of the word is the Greek word tukano, which means to happen upon, to fall into, or to hit the bullseye. And actually, it is a word of divine intervention. When a person is praying and supernaturally he falls into a mode of prayer that is so accurate, he prays with great accuracy, such accuracy that he's able to really hit the bullseye when he prays. That is the word prayer prayer. That is here used in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 5. And when you study the rare usage of this word in the New Testament, you find that sometimes it is translated as the word prayer, sometimes it is translated as the word supplication, and sometimes it is translated as the word intercession. But in all of these cases, it is the word in Teuxis, a very rare form of prayer used in the New Testament, which describes a high-level mode of prayer. When one prays with great accuracy, they fall into a flow that causes them to really hit the bullseye when they pray. But it is connected to the word intercession, which we find in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, one of my favorite verses in the New Testament. And in Romans 8, verse 26, the Apostle Paul writes, Likewise, The Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself, that's what the King James Version says, the Greek uses the word autos, a better translation would be the Spirit himself, that's important because the Holy Spirit's not an it, the Holy Spirit is a divine personality, a better translation would be the Spirit himself, maketh intercession, there we have this word intercession, maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And when you come to Romans 8, verse 26, we see supernatural prayer. And it comes to those who are very aware that they are spiritually infirmed. That's what the first of the verse says. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. That word infirmities in Greek is the word asthenia. This word asthenia is an all-encompassing word which describes any kinds of sickness or disease or any kind of inability. It can even describe spiritual infirmities. And here the Apostle Paul says, we are spiritually infirmed. And as he continues in the verse, he begins to describe what is our greatest spiritual infirmity. He says, for we know not. That is our greatest problem in life. We know not. We don't know what to say. We don't know how to pray. Even if we have a general knowledge of God's word, we may not know how to specifically apply it. For example, you may generally know that it's God's will for somebody to be well, but you don't know specifically how to get the healing to them. Even though you generally know the big picture, you don't have the specific knowledge you need to bring the answer to that individual. And here the Apostle Paul says, even when we know a lot, it doesn't mean we always know how to specifically pray. And this is profoundly important because the verse says, the spirit helps our infirmities for we know not what to pray for as we ought. The word what in Greek is the word tea it describes the most minute, minuscule detail. It's almost like the Apostle Paul says, forget the big stuff. We often don't even know how to pray accurately about the small, most minute details in life. And then he adds, as we ought, the word ought in Greek is the word day. The word day describes an obligation or a necessity. So you could translate the verse, we do not know how to pray as every new circumstance requires We do not know how to pray as a new circumstance necessitates. And it indicates there's no general formula prayer that you can pray for every situation. Every new circumstance is going to require a brand new kind of very specific praying. And my friend, I don't know anybody so good at prayer that they know how to pray accurately about every single thing they confront in life. There's only one person that knows how to pray accurately about everything. To pray accurately about everything, you have to know the future. You have to know the will of God. You have to know what is the root of every problem. You have to know the will of God for every person that you're praying for. And there's only one person who knows all those things, and that is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows what is in the heart of the Father. The Holy Spirit knows what is the will of God. The Holy Spirit knows what the future holds. The Holy Spirit knows the root behind every infirmity and every problem in every person's life. And therefore, the Holy Spirit is really the only one who has the knowledge to accurately pray in life. And so if we try to pray without the Spirit's help... We do the best we can, but to a certain degree, it's always futile. And that's why the Apostle Paul says, The Spirit helpeth our infirmities. He comes to us because we have limitations. For we know not. Here's our limitation. We know not. We simply do not have the know-how, as what the Greek says, to really underscore how serious this is. We know not what. The word what, the Greek word T, describing the most minute, minuscule detail We don't know how to pray even about the smallest details as we ought. The Greek literally means as every circumstance demands, necessitates, or requires. My friends, it means to get results to prayer. We have to pray accurately about every single need that is presented to us. But Paul says we don't have the know-how. We simply do not know how to do this. And that's why the Holy Spirit joins himself to us to help us. That is amazing. He helps us in our infirmities. For we know not what to pray for as we ought. But then Paul goes on and says, listen. But, here comes the role of the Holy Spirit. But the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The word intercession is only found one time in the New Testament, and it's here. This word is so unique, it is the first time it is ever chronologically used in any piece of literature, which means when Paul wrote this verse and needed to describe the supernatural help of the Holy Spirit, he coined a word to describe it. It is the only time this word is ever used in the New Testament. And here it is used to describe the supernatural intervention of the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit literally falls in with us in our predicament and helps us. Sometimes this word intercession is translated supplication. It describes a rescue operation. I say it pictures a person who's in a very deep dark ditch. He's fallen into a hard place, doesn't know how to get out by himself. So he calls out for help. Someone comes along, falls in with him and begins a rescue operation to get him out of that deep, dark mess. This word intercession describes that moment when the Holy Spirit falls in with us When we feel we're in a place when we don't know what to do, we don't know what to say, even if we have a general knowledge of what God's will is, we don't know how to apply the knowledge. We don't know how to specifically pray. We don't know what to pray for as we ought. So the Holy Spirit says, I am here to help you. And he falls into that place with us and he begins to intercede on our behalf or he begins a rescue operation to get us out of that mess and to put us back on our feet again. He enables us to pray supernaturally. This verse says, With groanings which cannot be uttered. My friends, this is supernatural prayer. And in this verse, the Apostle Paul is describing a supernatural kind of intercession which God has given to the church. It is powerful, and it is effective, and you will experience this kind of prayer, if you'll simply say, Holy Spirit, help me, he'll fall in with you and he'll give you the words to pray and you'll hit the bullseye and suddenly you'll begin to experience magnificent results. But in Ephesians 6 verse 18, Paul says, praying with all prayer, which means we're to pray with all manner of prayer. We're to pray with all kinds of prayer. And we've seen there is the prayer of consecration. There's the prayer of petition. There's the prayer of authority, the prayer of thanksgiving, the prayer of agreement, the prayer of supplication, the prayer of intercession. And Paul even tells us how often we are to pray. He says praying always, always in Greek is three words. It is in panty Cairo, the word in would be better translated at. The word panty is an all-encompassing term which means at every moment, at all times, the word "cairo" is from the word kairos, which describes times or seasons. But when you put in panty kairos into one phrase, it means pray at each and every occasion. Or you could translate it, pray at every opportunity or pray every time you get a chance or pray at every season or pray at each and every possible moment. The Greek phrase literally means anytime you get a chance, No matter where you are or what you're doing, at every opportunity, every season, and every possible moment, seize that time to pray. This means all prayer is not on your knees. Sometimes it's while you're on the move. It's while you're in the car. It's while you're walking down the hallway. You have to seize every possible moment to pray. And as we've seen, God has given to the church different instruments of prayer. And God wants you to become proficient with the prayer of consecration, with the prayer of petition, with the prayer of authority, the prayer of thanksgiving, the prayer of agreement, the prayer of supplication, the prayer of intercession. And if you will cry out to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, please help me put the right prayer tool into my hand right now. We've seen today from Romans 8, 26, the Holy Spirit will fall into that place with you and he'll give you the right prayer tool to use and will even give you the correct words to pray. Hey, I'm out of time, but I'll be back in just a moment and I'm going to pray for you.
1: When you work around your house, it's important for you to know which tools to use to get a job done. Using the wrong tools will guarantee frustration and failure every time. In the same way, there are many different tools of prayer for you to use to get results when you pray. It's important for you to know there are different kinds of prayer available and which ones you need to use at different times. Like tools in a toolbox, one prayer does not fit all. That's why God has provided different kinds of prayers for every situation. In this series, Different Kinds of Prayer. Rick Renner will teach you about the different types of prayer that are available for you to use when you pray like the prayer of consecration, the prayer of petition, the prayer of authority, the prayer of thanksgiving, the prayer of supplication, the prayer of intercession. You'll be so glad you took time to dig deep into this powerful five part series with Rick Renner available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. In addition, we are also offering you the classic book on prayer called Prayers That Avail Much by Jermaine Copeland. Rick Renner says this comprehensive study on prayer will teach you how to pray to get results. This book should be considered essential reading for every serious Christian. So please order yours today. This beautifully bound book can be yours for just $26. Don't miss this special offer, the series, Different Kinds of Prayer, and the book, Prayers That Avail Much. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Friends, this is Rick Renner. Now, right now...
0: I'm in the interior of the Moscow Good News Church. It is quite an amazing place. When you walk through this building, it's so beautiful, and it testifies to the grace of God and the provision of God in the giving of our church and of our partners. We built this facility debt-free, and because of that, the Moscow Church has never had the burden of monthly payments. All of our funds have been released to do the work of the gospel. And now we need to do that in Tulsa. And I call this phase three. And I'm asking you today to pray about joining us as part of the giving team for phase three, which is paying off the Tulsa facility. And the reason we want to pay it off is because then it will release funds for us to take the teaching of the Bible to the ends of the earth. And dear friend, right now, the Bible is so needed, And I know that that's my heart and that is your heart. And together, we can take the Bible to the ends of the earth. So please pray about joining us for phase three to finish paying off the Tulsa building. And I want to say thank you in advance. Today, we're wrapping up our series. Called Different Kinds of Prayer. And if you haven't ordered yours yet, please order your copy of this series right now by going online or give us a call. The series is called Different Kinds of Prayer. It's five parts. It covers the prayer of consecration, the prayer of petition, the prayer of authority, the prayer of thanksgiving, the prayer of agreement, the prayer of supplication, the prayer of intercession. My friends, there really are different kinds of prayer and you need to know how to use all of them. That's why we're commanded in Ephesians 6, 18, praying always with all kinds of prayers. And this series comes with a wonderful study guide. We're also making available to you today for the very last time on the program, the book called Prayers That Avail Much, Scriptural Prayers, For your daily breakthrough, you will love this book and you will use it again and again and again. You'll keep it right by your Bible because this book will help you know how to pray about different events and circumstances in your life. And I want to remind you that if you need prayer, you can contact us. And the moment we hear from you, we're going to begin to really pray for you. We believe Jeremiah 33, 3. It says, call unto me and I'll show you great and mighty things. If you'll send us your email or give us a call, we'll begin to cry out to God with you in faith and God will show you mighty things. I believe that. But Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I thank you that your power is present in this very moment to move in the life of my friend. I ask you to God to move swiftly and to do what they need you to do in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, it's been so good to be with you every day this week. I look forward to Monday when we're back. But until then, remember Ecclesiastes 8:4, where the word of a king is there is power hey friends denise and i are coming to an area near you very soon on sunday august the 7th we're coming to victory church to be with pastor Jeanette furry in hattiesburg mississippi on sunday august 14th we're going to be at radiant church with pastor lee cummings in richland michigan On Sunday, August 21st, we're going to be at Liberty Church in Fairfield, California with Pastor Richard West. On Thursday, August 25th, we're coming to River of Life Fellowship in Seaside, Oregon to be with Pastors Tolbert and Mary Jo Lovelady. On Sunday, August 28th, we're coming to Spokane Christian Center in Spokane, Washington with Pastor Rick Sharkey. On Sunday, September 4th, we're coming to Faith Family Church in Sioux Falls, South Dakota to be with Pastors Michael and Vicki Bang. And on Sunday, September the 11th, we're coming to Madison, Alabama to Cornerstone Word of Life to be with Pastor Mark Garver. Please check our website for the most recent updates and information about these wonderful meetings.